Praise the Lord, everybody. listening to CAC Radio, Eastern Kentucky's best internet radio station. Do you have a home church? Are you looking for a place that you can bring your family and receive love and encouragement? Then welcome to Cornerstone Apostolic Church, where you'll find a safe place for you and your family, a place where praise and worship is encouraged and the preaching and teaching of God's Word is anointed and fulfilling. No matter where you are on your journey in life or your journey with the Lord, you'll find what you're looking for at Cornerstone Apostolic Church. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the Spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services. Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I. Our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic. And Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast. The Phelps campus at CAC Phelps. The Pikeville campus at Pike UPC. And you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. 
Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to a Wednesday type of broadcast. It is the 24th day of January. Me and my wife got baptized on this day back in 1981. So, yeah, this is a special day. We repented on the 18th, got baptized on the 25th, I should say. Uh, the 25th, so uh, yeah, I, I just had one day off, so uh, we, it was the 18th and 7th is 25th, so uh, I was talking to a uh, a viewer on the webcast Monday, and their birthday is today, and so they said, well, that's something that our birthday uh, is the same as the day you got baptized, but uh, I, I messed up, so uh, let's let's get one of these uh, right here in here on the broadcast. Oh. I know I messed up, and uh, so I was one day off. So we we repented the 18th, got baptized the 25th. So tomorrow will be. I just happened to notice that as I was looking at the date, and uh, I thought no, 18 and seven does not equal 24. But anyway, uh, it is the 24th day of January. This month is about gone, and we didn't have a broadcast yesterday due to our scheduling, so uh, we sent out an email and uh, or sent out a text. If you're not getting our text and updates, uh, get your phone out right now. It'd be a good time for you to just go ahead and text at CAC Daily to the number 81010. It's simple. It's easy. No one ever gets yourself on number, not even me. So join today and start getting text and updates from this broadcast. Well, let's see what our announcements are about. We got a meeting at the Christian Community Center for the Youth, January the 26th. That'll be 6 to 8 p.m. Hot Chocolate Sunday. That's going to be January the 28th. That'll be this Sunday uh, after uh, Sunday church service join us and enjoy a hot chocolate bar in the dining room get your name in the drawing for a hot chocolate gift basket also section three rally friday february the 2nd 7 30 p.m grayson upc grayson kentucky also a men's meeting first monday of the month february the 5th will be our next one and that will be the 6th at 6 p.m. And also, KYC 24 coming up. That's Friday and Saturday, February 16th and 17th. Northeast Christian Church, Lexington, Kentucky. Speaker, Josh Carson. Also, Section 3 Conference, February the 22nd and 23rd. And, of course, all ages are encouraged to attend our youth services. That'll be tonight at 7 p.m. in the Casey Wing. Also, we'd like to let you know that we do have some prayer requests that we need to make mention of. As you see those scroll on the screen, we'll mention about the last five. Sheila Spartman, Debbie Ratliff, Pam Bartley, Melissa Baker's dad, and Bobby Davis. Let's remember all of these in prayer. And if you have a prayer request, you can send those in. And uh, we'll put those on just as soon as we get those. There's a couple ways you can send it in. You can call in 606-282-4108, or you can email it to prayer at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's go to the Lord in prayer as we 
pray for the Lord to bless the service today. Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here today on this platform to fellowship with your people from all across the U.S. and around the world. I pray, Lord, that you would bless us today as we have gathered, that we will give you honor in everything we say and do. I pray, Lord, that you would bless the broadcast, that it will continue to reach out beyond our borders. I pray also, Lord, that you would move in a mighty way for all of those on the prayer list. You know their needs, their situations, and circumstances, and we just ask that you would move in a mighty, miraculous way for each and every one. We know, Lord, that you will supply our needs according to your riches and glory, and we're going to give you the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, as we said yesterday, we did not have a, uh, a broadcast and uh, what about this weather? This weather has been crazy. We had snow and then frigid temperatures, uh, you know, nine degrees uh, of the mornings. And I think the last broadcast we had, it was probably about, I don't know, 14, 17 degrees when we got on the air on Monday. But uh, looking today, it's a whole different story. It's currently 36 degrees outside my window pane and wait until you see what the weather's going to be like. It's going to be 65 here in East Kentucky the last of January. Yeah, it's not supposed to do that. One more ooh. We're supposed to be having, you know, 30 degree weather, 20 degree weather and snow, but, uh, well, all the snow is starting to melt, and then the rain is going to set in today. Occasional rain and drizzle, and then periods of rain tomorrow, as you can see. But the high is still going to be in the 60s, 63 degrees. And then on Friday, looks like it's going to be about 61. And Saturday, well, you can see the trend. Saturday, 59 degrees. Sunday, 43 degrees. And then look on Monday. Yeah, going to have a little snow in the morning. So it'll turn a little cooler with that uh, rain that continues on. And it's going to rain for the, uh, you know, all the way through Sunday. So uh, with that, you know, here in East Kentucky, when we get rain that is over several periods, uh, time periods and several days, we usually end up having localized flooding. So with the snow that is melting, as well as uh, the uh, not only the snow that's melting, but the rain that's coming, I'm sure that some of our creeks will be starting to threaten to get out of their banks anyway. Well, um, I'll tell you, after you take off a day, I've been in a little project. I've been in a little project also over these past few days. I've been uh, doing a little, uh, I guess, reflooring project. And uh, so, yeah, it's kind of got uh, things discombobulated here, but the studio's still intact. I haven't tore it up yet, but uh, we're... uh, we're into a little bit of a, a job, but uh, we're about done with it. We're about done. Won't take over, oh, two or three more days. I won't take over another day or so. 
but uh, we're hoping to get it pretty well back in order uh, by church time this evening. And speaking of this evening, it is church time. Wednesday is always a good time to come out and study the Word with us. We're studying about how to have revival, starting points for revival. So come on out and be with us, and I know that you will enjoy the teaching. Well, let's just jump right into the reading of the Word. That's what we do here at CAC Daily ICAST. It's all about the Word, all about Jesus. And here we go with Second Chronicles chapter number 13. And David consulted with the captains of thousands and hundreds and with every leader. And David said unto all the congregation of Israel, If it seem good unto you, and that it be of the Lord our God, let us send abroad unto our brethren everywhere that are left in all the land of Israel, and with them also to the priests and Levites which are in their cities and suburbs, that they may gather themselves unto us. And let us bring again the ark of our God to us, for we inquired not at it in the days of Saul. And all the congregation said that they would do so, for the thing was right in the eyes of all the people. So David gathered all Israel together, from Shihor of Egypt, even unto the entering of Hemoth, to bring the ark of God from Kirjath-Jearim. And David went up, and all Israel to Baalah, that is, to Kirjath-Jearim, which belonged to Judah, to bring up thence the ark of God the Lord, that dwelleth between the cherubims, whose name is called on it. And they carried the ark of God in a new cart out of the house of Abinadab, and Uzzah and Ahio drave the cart. And David and all Israel played before God with all their might, and with singing, and with harps, and with psalteries, and with timbrels, and with cymbals, and with trumpets. And when they came unto the threshing floor of Kidon, Uzzah put forth his hand to hold the ark, for the oxen stumbled. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Uzzah, and he smote him, because he put his hand to the ark. And there he died before God. And David was displeased because the Lord had made a breach upon Uzzah, wherefore that place is called Perez Uzzah to this day. And David was afraid of God that day, saying, How shall I bring the ark of God home to me? So David brought not the ark home to himself to the city of David, but carried it aside into the house of Obed-Edom the Gittite. And the ark of God remained with the family of Obed-Edom in his house three months. And the Lord blessed the house of Obed-Edom and all that he had. First Chronicles chapter 14 Now Hiram king of Tyre sent messengers to David, and timber of cedars with masons and carpenters to build him an house. And David perceived that the Lord had confirmed him king over Israel, for his kingdom was lifted up on high because of his people Israel. And David took more wives at Jerusalem, and David begat more sons and daughters. Now these are the names of his children, which he had in Jerusalem, Shemua and Shobab, Nathan and Solomon, and Ippar and Elishua and Elpalet, and Noga and Nepheg and Japhiah, and Elishema and Beeliada and Eliphalet. And when the Philistines heard that David was anointed king over all Israel, all the Philistines went up to seek David. And David heard of it and went out against them. And the Philistines came and spread themselves in the valley of Rephaim. And David inquired of God, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines? And wilt thou deliver them into mine hand? And the Lord said unto him, Go up, 
for I will deliver them into thine hand. So they came up to Baal-perazim, and David smote them there. Then David said, God hath broken in upon mine enemies by mine hand like the breaking forth of waters. Therefore they called the name of that place Baal-perazim. And when they had left their gods there, David gave a commandment, and they were burned with fire. And the Philistines yet again spread themselves abroad in the valley. Therefore David inquired again of God, and God said unto him, Go not up after them. Turn away from them, and come upon them over against the mulberry trees. And it shall be, when thou shalt hear a sound of going in the tops of the mulberry trees, that then thou shalt go out to battle. For God is gone before thee to smite the host of the Philistines. David therefore did as God commanded him, and they smote the host of the Philistines from Gibeon even to Gezer. And the fame of David went out into all lands, and the Lord brought the fear of him upon all nations. And we are reading our way through the Old Testament, doing a little catch-up there. Uh, since we didn't have a broadcast yesterday, we read chapter 13 and 14 in First Chronicles. And, uh, of course, the weather being uh, this... Uh, you can see that we got some rain that is going to work its way in to our area. We're located right here, and you can see uh, from this uh, this particular uh, line of rain that it will be working its way across here as we, uh, and even from the south. <clears throat> I got a frog in my throat this morning. And so you can see that we are going to be having... Uh, a little bit of rain work its way in just at any time it could uh, work its way in but it'll come in later this evening and stay uh, in the area for the next uh, few days all the way through Sunday and then snow Monday morning again so yeah oh. I, know. I know but uh, we're glad that you've joined us today and hope that you will stick around because we got some great stuff lined up for you Coming up in just about 11 minutes, we'll be taking our little break, and then we'll come back and have our teaching session. So we don't want you to go anywhere. We want you to stick around because, after all, we don't want you to miss out on the teaching session that will be happening right here on CAC Daily iCast. Let's see if we can't do this. You got a minute? Well, if you got a minute, then you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Pastor Richard D. McKinney, and welcome to 60 Seconds with the Pastor. Genesis 43, verses 8 and 9 says, And Judah said unto Israel his father, Send the lad with me, and we will arise and go, that we may live and not die, both we and thou and also our little ones. I will be surety for him. Of my hand shalt thou require him. If I bring him not unto thee and set him before thee, then let me bear the blame forever. Judah made a promise to his father Israel that he would be personally responsible for Benjamin and that Israel could hold him accountable for his brother. We must be accountable to each other. Accountability keeps us tethered to one another as the people of God. We cannot be like Cain and refuse to be our brother's keeper. 
60 seconds with the pastor. And if you got a minute, well, you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. But look at here. We got birthdays today. And uh, we would like to give a happy birthday to all of those on the list from all of us here at CAC Daily ICAST. We got a viewer in Arizona who has a birthday today. So happy birthday. I always refer to that person as Arizona. So happy birthday, Arizona. And also, we have uh, not only a viewer from Arizona, but we got Mickey Smith, 50 years old today. Robert Harris, 68 years old today. Anna Marie Atkins, 37 years old today. Reba Barnett, 30 years old. Irvin Joyce Dotson, 73 years old. Don't know if it's Irvin or Joyce's birthday, but happy birthday. Ad Muncie, 30 years old. And Jennifer Scott, who wants to keep her age. Happy birthday to all of you from CAC Daily Icast. and working all the way through Sunday with rain. And if that's the case, look for some creeks to get out of their banks. We'll try to keep you updated on the daily ICAST, but uh, if you live near a creek or river, be sure to keep your eye on the water levels. And let's see what else we got. Well, it is time for us to do what we like to do right now, and that is our trivia questions. So let's jump right into that. Join us Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 noon. Woo-wee! That's some mighty fine internet radio. What time is it? I'll tell you what time it is. It's time for another CAC Trivia Question of the Day. CAC Trivia Question of the Day is brought to you by Cornerstone Apostolic Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps radio and television broadcast. The radio broadcast is heard every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonsburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net and click on the Listen Live link Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m., whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice of Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW. That's WQCW-TV. And you can also watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 
and that is on Mountaintop Media TV. So if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and uh, just jump right in there and catch us at mountaintopmedia.com. Also, it's let's just jump right in and see what the trivia question is for today. Well, the trivia question for today. What did Leah hope, not Ho-Ippy? <laughs> let's see if I can correct that just for a moment. I get in a hurry typing. I asked my wife the other day, I said, do they call it typing today or is it called keyboarding? It's or is it called word processing? What That's what it used to be called. It used to be called typing back in the day. And then, of course, it became keyboarding. I mean, it became word processing. And then later, a lot of the people referred to it as keyboarding. If you know the answer of what you do when you put information in, it might be called programming now. What did Leah hope would be the result of her bearing children to Jacob? What did Leah hope would be the result of her bearing children to Jacob? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily ICAST and click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And uh, we'll have the results on tomorrow's broadcast. And speaking of results... uh, we do have the results of Monday's trivia question since we didn't have a, re- a uh, trivia question yesterday. So here we go. Well, on Monday's trivia question, it was simply this question. What is the other name by which Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, was known? And out of those that participated, it looks like Eighty percent of you got it correct. So eighty percent of you got the correct answer. That would be R E U E L. That might be re reuel, reuel. And uh, so uh, let's see if I can use my little app to make sure I'm pronouncing that right. We got a little app right here on the phone. And we can go right down to the R's, and we can find the Reul. And let's see if I'm pronouncing that correctly. And uh, here we go. Let me turn it up here so you can hear it. Ruel. Ruel. So I was pronouncing it wrong. It's Ruel. Ruel. So, uh, yeah. 80% of you got it right, even if I couldn't pronounce it. So, uh, uh, Ruau, and there you go. So, 80% got it correct, and you can get today's correct. What did Leah hope would be the result of her bearing children to Jacob? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. Also, this is episode number 13 of the year. And uh, the 24th day of the year of 365 and that one fourth day. So we try to get in a little over 200 episodes. So by the time we reach December of this year, we will have over 2,300 episodes in. 
So yeah. So um, there you go. That's uh, that's a milestone, and it's all due to you right here on CAC Daily iCast. Viewers, you have made this possible, so thank you for making this broadcast a success. Let's go now to the Commonwealth Minute. The Commonwealth Minute is brought to you by Commonwealth Policy Center, and Richard Nelson is the Executive Director. Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson. A proposal in the Kentucky House of Representatives would allow mothers to claim child support for their unborn child. The bill's sponsor, Representative Amy Neighbors of Edmonton, said that her proposal would help new mothers and the many financial challenges they're facing all on their own without the help of a spouse. Interestingly, opponents of the bill have argued that it implies that the baby's life begins at conception. And of course, they're right. Just like Kentucky's other strong pro-life laws, this bill assumes a fundamental scientific and moral truth that all human lives begin at conception, and all of these lives are worthy of protection. Opposition by abortion radicals belies their priority to deny personhood to the unborn, even if it hurts new mothers who desperately need help. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at cpc for kentucky and on the web at commonwealthpolicycenter.org. And that was the Commonwealth Policy Center and the Commonwealth Minute. And uh, it's time for us to take our little break. We want to try to stay on schedule, so here we go. Don't touch at any key. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. To a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountain Top Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps High, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606 606- 282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to CAC Daily at CAC 
www.phelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. Just a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style. And we're glad that you've joined us today. We didn't have a broadcast yesterday, in case you was wondering. Uh, and if you're not getting our updates, uh, get your phone out right now. And just like you see on the screen, go ahead and text at CAC Daily to the number 81010, and you'll be put on the list. And when we have a cancellation, rescheduling, technical difficulties, something happens, we can't get on the air, we'll send you a text let you know what's going on. Well, we do want to uh, pick up where we left off, and this was on Monday. And uh, we want to kind of get all of our uh, scripture in. And, and so we're going to back up to verse number three uh, so that we can uh, uh, kind of reiterate a little bit, uh, recap a little bit, kind of get back on our thought pattern since we did have a day off uh, yesterday. So we want to uh, look at verse number three, and it says, For all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that ye may not be partakers of her sins, and that ye receive not of her plagues for her sins have reached unto heaven and God hath remembered her iniquity reward her even as she rewarded you and double unto her double according to her works in the cup which she hath filled fill to her double how much she hath how much she hath glorified herself and lived deliciously so much torment and sorrow give her for she saith in her heart i sit as a i sit a queen and am no widow and shall see no sorrow so i want to stop right there because uh, i want to kind of uh, get us uh, thinking about this uh, scene in heaven that john is looking at and how it's revealing all of this uh, evil that is gone that has gone on in the world uh he's seeing how that uh fornication and we can we can look at it in the natural sense but i look at it more in the spiritual sense in revelation spiritual fornication uh because of the way uh the wording is and so we're going to kind of talk a little bit about that as we study today this is going to be uh, episode and lesson number 1145 of our study through the word. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, we come before your presence and we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name so that we can take your word off the pages of the book and begin to expound it fully and teach it to each and every one. Lord, we ask for your blessings to flow today. Help us to rightly divide the word of truth, expound it fully. And if we misrepresent or misquote anything, forgive us, Lord, and help us to make it right. For we give you the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen. Well, um, 
talking about this uh, particular uh, portion of Scripture, we see that this habitation, uh, this um, place of, of rule, uh, this city, if you will, uh, has become a habitation, a dwelling place for demons. Uh, Babylon the Great is fallen, and uh, when it repeats as fallen is falling, it is repeated um, kind of, some people says it's repeated because of emphasis that it is fallen. Some people says, no, it's a double, uh, uh, you know, destruction. And um, the reason they say that is because of the scriptures that we read to you about give, returning unto her a double, double. So uh, some people say, well, it's just emphasis. Some people says it's double. Uh, you will have to pray about that and and uh, come to your own conclusion. But the Bible does tell us it is fallen, is fallen. It's become a dwelling place of demons. Uh, it's an abundance of luxury. Uh, Babylon's sin was not only idolatry, uh, also you could refer to that as fornication, but also pride and greed and, and selfish uh, selfishness. Um, what is being uh, produced in our world today? What is being projected in our world today? Starting with things like Facebook, TikTok, other things. It's self-promotion. Self-promotion. So we see that in the book of Revelation, this abundance of luxury is selfish. It's 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 centered around uh, you know a a one world government. It's it's centered around a one world religion, and it's centered around a one world economy. So uh, you can talk about all of those things all the way through until we see the final battle and uh, the people of God uh, with the Lord leading the way, winning the battle. So. Um, I want to go back and, and just kind of uh, throw something in here. Uh, this voice of condemnation uh, is one that begins to talk about how that all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and uh, the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. And notice what it says also, the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. Now, I think that's important to look at because once you start seeing that this commerce, this, um, this um, ability for merchants to become rich uh, through all of her uh, selfish-held wealth, if you will, um, this is something that, is not so far-fetched that you can't grasp it today. In fact, we see right now how that uh, some in the Middle East are trying to control what passes through ports and channels that have to be, uh, you know, sailed through uh, in order for there to be commerce. 
and we're seeing that happen in our day to day. So we can see how that all of that could be controlled and uh, and held up or uh, manipulated. So with that, I just want to uh, say, you know, uh, the abundance of her luxuries draw people in. Uh, the religious, um, and I don't like to say religious freedom because there's only freedom in Jesus Christ, but the religious pull and deception is so great that people are going to be drawn into that, and they're going to drink of all of her uh, fornication and and uh, and all of her uh, pride and greed and all those things. So it's going to be something that uh, Babylon's sin uh, is going to be uh, in abundance, if I could say it that way. Uh, also, we see that the voice of separation is called out. As we begin in verse number four, it says, And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people. Come out of her, my people, that ye... Be not partakers of her sins, and that you receive not her of her plagues. Uh, the message kind of parallels with uh, Jeremiah 51, and we can read in verses number uh, 6 and also 51 and 45. We're just simply calling people, get out. Get out while you can. You know, it'd be like a burning building, and somebody, a fireman, comes to you and says, get out, get out while you can. Uh, that's what we need to understand today. Uh, we need to get out of the sin and out of this world's grip while we can. Because uh, even though we're reading this and it's in Revelation, God's people still have to separate themselves from the worldly anti-God Babylonian system in every age, every age. So the sins of Babylon, idolatry, idolatry, pride, and worship of pleasure. Doesn't that sound kind of like our world today? Doesn't it sound like our world today that is full of uh, idolatry, false religion, false teaching, false hopes? And also, uh, isn't our world filled with pride. And it just seems like everybody's so proud today, uh, too proud to say, I'm sorry, too proud to, uh, give a, another person a compliment that it's all about self. And, uh, then the worship of pleasure, you know, uh, pleasure can be a religion. Religions don't necessarily have to be uh, something that you say, well, I've got, uh, uh, you know, a God set up or I've got this set up and I'm, I've got it incorporated and now it's a religion. All you have to do is put anything, and I like to say it this way, put anything before the Lord, it becomes your God. Anything you put before the Lord becomes your God. So now this Babylonian uh, religion is idolatry, pride, and the worship of pleasure. And, uh, you know, uh, 
people can enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, but there's coming judgment. And, and pleasures are in this world, but there's coming judgment. Now, when I look at this and I see that it says the message to the people to separate themselves, um, you know, if you believe that the church got raptured out in the first part of Revelation, then you wonder who is this message to? Is it to the remainder of the people? One last chance to get out, one last chance to separate one last chance to do something about their situation, or is it speaking to uh, the Jewish nation? Um, you know, you can look at it in several different ways, but um, when when um, you look at this, it's hard to believe that um, God's people, uh, the church, would be a part of this Babylonian system, this Babylonian deception, this Babylonian religion, I would find it hard to say, oh, well, that's talking about the church because, um, you know, uh, why would a child of God be a part of a religious Babylon that uh, that is so deceptive that it takes your worship away from God and you start worshiping pleasures and and uh, and all of the gain if you will um, so that's why I'm I'm thinking you know you go back to revelation uh, and you get into the the first second third fourth and fifth chapter and you start to read those and understand um, and and then of course there's other places in the Bible that talks about when John saw the church, and the voice said, come up hither. Uh, so that's what we call the rapture. I'm going to show you things hereafter, which means after the church age. So I, I just have a, I just have a, could I say problem? Even though I don't want to use the word problem, problem's the only way I can really explain it. Thinking that this is the church that had been wrapped up in Babylonian worship. Because the Lord's coming back for a glorious church without spot, without wrinkle, or any such thing. So I find it hard to believe it's talking about the church here. But uh, with that said, um, the call was to come out. The call was to uh, get out while you can. And so uh, why? So you they would not be partakers of her sins and that you receive not of her plagues. For her sins have reached unto heaven, and God hath remembered her iniquities. Now, when I read that right there, um, I see that God doesn't forget um, those who refuse to repent, those who refuse to get right. He doesn't forget them that are full of iniquity and sin, judgment is coming. People think, well, I'll just put it off. I have no reason to get uh, excited. Uh, some people might say, I'm young. I've got my whole life to serve the Lord. Um, I used to say this all the time when I was younger. Uh, I don't want to get a summer job. I have to work the rest of my life. Little did I know that uh, 
if you want things in life, you got to work for things. I know that the world's trying to shift that and trying to turn that, but, uh, you know, uh, you have to work. And, uh, and the Bible says if you don't work, then you shouldn't eat. And a man that won't provide for his own household is worse than an infidel. So we can go right on down the line about working. But this um, call for separation, this call to get out, uh, to get away from the sins of Babylon, and then we find something interesting. Not only get out while you can. Uh, you know, um, we find that in the Word of God over and over again. Isaiah 52 and 11. Uh, go, depart, depart. Go out from there. Touch no unclean thing. Go out from her. Be clean. You who bear the vessels of the Lord. Jeremiah 50 and 8. Flee from the midst of Babylon and everyone save his life. We can go to Jeremiah 51 and 45 and these may be not King James Version. They may be other versions, but I'm just reading this out of these notes to you. Um, My people, go out of the midst of her and let everyone deliver himself from the fierce anger of the Lord. Jeremiah 51, 45. So we see that this is the cry to every generation. Get out of sin. Get away from sin. Get away from fornication. Get away from idolatry. Get away from all of that. And that's the same today. And as we said, uh, some people says, well, I'm young. I got plenty of time to give my life to Jesus. Some people who's middle-aged said, well, I got plenty of time to give my life to Jesus. And then when you get older, you have no thoughts about giving your life to Jesus. That's, that's the danger. If you keep putting off the Lord, your heart gets harder. And the next thing you know, you don't have any desire to serve the Lord. Then it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 14, Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness or lawlessness? And then Ephesians 5 and 11, And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness but rather expose them, reprove them, uh, make it known this is evil. And we as the people of God have the call on our life to come out of that so that we do not experience the wrath of God. That's the whole thing of calling his people out of sin and out of out of iniquity and out of all these things, idolatry, pride, and worship of pleasure. And then we go to verse number six. Reward her even as she rewarded you and double under her double. (coughs) Excuse me. According to her works. Double unto her double. In the cup which she hath filled Feel to her. <coughs> um, I apologize for that. Told you I had a frog in my throat all morning, and now it's trying to croak. <laughs> anyway, 
when you look at this, it says a double under her double and uh, feel her double. In other words, give her double. Um, what she's done, do it double. That sounds like judgment that is uh, severe and and judgment that uh, is going to be so uh, overwhelming because all that uh, this uh, Babylon, if you will, remember Babylon may not be a particular city. It may be a system, a system, uh, even though we feel that it will be located in Rome due to the seven hills mentioned. But nevertheless, uh, her sins, talking about uh, Mystery Babylon, her sins have reached to heaven. And uh, so remember another group of people that tried to build a tower to heaven in Genesis, the Tower of Babel? Uh, Well, God came down and destroyed that tower. Why? Because it was a system. It wasn't just a structure. It was a system trying to build its way to heaven, a new way to get to heaven. But you know what? God came down and destroyed that in Genesis. God will come down and destroy Mystery Babylon. And remember, there's only one way to heaven. There's not two, three, four, uh, ever how many religions they are. Some people says, oh, well, if you believe this religion, that's how you get to heaven. Or if you believe that religion, that's how you get to heaven. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So if you're going to get to heaven, you've got to go through Jesus Christ. Now, looking at, at uh, Revelation number 6, it's a call to those who will carry out uh, you know, Babylon's judgment, if you will. Uh, render to her double for what she did to you. And... Uh, so, you know, in the cup which she has, uh, it's, it's mixed double. You know, drinking from a cup is, is kind of a representation. Remember when Jesus was going to be uh, crucified? He said, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. That cup represents um, some form of judgment. And so, therefore, when Jesus was praying, let this cup pass from me, he was saying, let this, what I'm getting ready to do, be crucified, let it pass. But if not, if it's still your will, then, you know, thy will be done. So that's why when you read about these cups and you read about vials and you read about, and you could, you could look at, bowls, uh, but when you especially read about, uh, you know, feel uh, her cup double of what she's poured out to you, you feel it double for her. That's what this verse is actually trying to break down and talk about. It's talking about judgment being returned unto her double, double, and uh, so uh, render to her double for what she has done to you. Repay her double according to her 
works. Verse number seven says, how much, uh, how much she hath glorified herself and lived deliciously, so much torment and sorrow give her. She's lived in a, in a, uh, in a life of luxury. She's lived in a life of peace and, and, uh, she's been calling the shots of, of pouring out judgment to people and destroying people and causing people to come in and drink of, of idolatry and, and, uh, all of these things. And then now that judgment is going to be poured out upon her, it's going to be double how much she hath glorified herself. And remember this again, the day we're living in Facebook, TikTok, um, you know, every social media platform is a promotion of self. Growing up, I remember growing up, if uh, somebody took a picture of themselves, they were called glory hounds, which means they wanted all the glory for themselves. They, they, they were stuck on themselves. Now, if somebody else took a picture of you, that was one thing. But if you took a picture of yourself and promoted yourself, that was, that was almost unheard of. And when it was, people would laugh you to scorn. Well, here we see that she hath glorified herself. It's all about her. It's all about what she wanted to do. It's all about what she wanted to implement. She's lived deliciously. Now, um, if I could very quickly uh, look up that word uh, deliciously, I would like to kind of give you the Greek understanding and, and give you just a little bit of the Greek, um, you know, rendering of this because um, when you look at, and this is in verse 7 if you're following along with us, and of course I've got it on the screen, but if you're following along and want to uh, look in your Bible, it is verse number 7. And she lived deliciously, which means that uh, it, it is... Um, luxuriously. Um, this is something that when you look at this and you see the definition of it, you see that it is, is we call it here in East Kentucky, live the life. And I don't know who Riley is, but live the life of Riley or live the life of luxury. So that is what, uh, this, this, uh, mystery Babylon had done. That's what this, uh, system was doing. Uh, living the life of luxury, but now judgment was coming. Judgment was coming. And give torment and sorrow. Notice that, torment and sorrow to her. Uh, because why? She's glorified herself, lived deliciously, so much torment and sorrow give her. For she said, uh, or saith in her heart, I sit a queen and am no widow, and shall see no sorrow. In other words, I'm not going to have any problem. I don't have any needs. I don't need anybody or anything, but everybody needs the Lord. So with that said, uh, we go to the next verse in verse eight. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day, death and mourning and famine. Now, um, is this day a uh, one day, uh, 24 hours? 
or is this one day a thousand years? Uh, uh, you know, a day with the Lord is as a thousand, and a thousand as a day. Um, we don't know the time frame, but we do know that the end of her luxurious living, the end of her pride, the end of her pleasure worship is coming. It's all coming to an end. It's all coming to an end. So, um, you know, it says, therefore shall her plagues come in one day, death and mourning and famine. Now, death means uh, destruction. Mourning means there's going to be uh, so many people, uh, uh, you know, uh, lament, lamenting, uh, crying, uh, you know, broken, and famine, which means the hunger for whatever's going on. Now, it, it could be hunger, uh, you know, because this person was was telling everybody, if you follow me, and I'll provide for you and all of this, and things will be great. And it could be natural hunger. It could be natural famine. Or it could be spiritual famine. Or it could just be uh, her hunger for power and authority. Maybe, uh, you know, what whatever ever famine is breaking out. But all we know is what the Bible says. It says that in one day, death and mourning and famine is going to happen. And she shall be utterly burned with fire. For strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. You see, uh, we always try to say the book of Revelation is about the revelation of Jesus Christ. He has all power, heaven and earth. Uh, he speaks and things happen. He speaks to the waves and the waves calm. He speaks to the wind and the wind ceases. He has all power. And then we see now that he is Strong is the Lord God who judges her. She's not going to escape the judgment. She was powerful in her day. Babylon was influential in its day. Um, all of the influence of the government, of the religion, of the economy, it was something in its day. But the Lord in one day took every bit of that away. That's why you can look around and you can say, well, the Lord can do things in a moment of time. It doesn't take him years. It doesn't take him months. He can do it in a day. He can do it in a blink of an eye. All of this will come crumbling down. Our lives, as we come to a close today, and I want to close with this verse. This is verse number 8. And we'll pick up in verse number nine uh, tomorrow. I just want to say um, that all of this coming to an end uh, swiftly in one day, the Bible says, that's how our life is. Our lives can change in the blink of an eye. It doesn't take six months for our life to change. It doesn't take a day for our life to change. It can change in the blink of an eye. You can drive down the road and have a wreck around the next curve. 
you can, uh, you know, be walking along and die of a heart attack. Your life can change in the blink of an eye. That's why we need to always remember Jesus is my focus. Jesus is my Savior. Jesus is the one I worship and follow. I'm not going to be pulled into all of this religious nonsense that's going on in our day-to-day. I'm going to follow Jesus. I'm not going to be drawn in with all of this acceptance, social acceptance, and, and TikTok and Facebook and all of these. I'm going to focus on Jesus. And with that, I want to close today, and I want us to uh, go to the Lord in prayer as we ask the Lord to uh, help us to always follow him. I don't want to get wrapped up in this religiosity, religious deception that, yes, is going on in our world, but in the end time, it's going to be way more drawing, seductive. Let's keep our eyes on Jesus. Let's focus on Jesus. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you for the study today. I pray, Lord, that I have rightly divided the word of truth, expounded it fully. And if I misrepresented or misinterpreted any word in any way, forgive me, Lord, and help me to make it correct. For my desire is to teach your word line upon line and precept upon precept. Lord, I pray that you would help us to see the deceptive religious system that is in our world today and that we will not be drawn away. We will not be wrapped up in it, but we will follow you. Lord, we give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Well, we went over just a little bit. It's hard to break off when you're right in the middle of something uh, important to talk about. And Revelation is a book that you just can't read straight through and just move on to something else. Some people even say, I don't even read Revelation because of its uh, complication and all of that. But we need to study the book of Revelation and most of all, study about Jesus. He has all power. All of this religious deceptive going on and deception going on and all of this uh, fornication, idolatry spiritually and and uh, all of these things that's coming upon this earth, it's all been about trying to pull people away from Jesus. And if we can understand that, we truly will understand the word of the Lord. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, I hope that you will join us uh, tomorrow as we once again have another study in the Word. And we do have our trivia question up and running. And our trivia question for today, what did Leah hope would happen with her bearing children to Jacob? What did Leah hope would be the result of her bearing children to Jacob? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily, click on the link, and it'll take you where you need to go. We'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast. Everybody have a great day because we are OUT up here.
On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the Congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the Spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.